If you forgot to have amnesia. You would ask me a question I forgot to look up. <clears throat> what was it, TJ? I'm sorry, what was Welcome that? Welcome back, everybody. Hour three. You would ask me a question I was going to look up during the break, and I forgot to look it up, and I can't remember what the question was. Now. Oh, Sam Bradford. Oh, yeah. Bradford. Has Sam Bradford shown on a list anywhere? Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is a big-time spring game. Sam Bradford showing up. I see Brian Bosworth's name on here. Well, that's not surprising. Uh, let me see who else. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying any of these or not. Oh, yeah. You might be careful. Uh, I could... Uh, George Cumbie, Brad Bill see. Um, yeah, no, like I've been told like 250 alums, football players, are going to be back to. So let me, let's, let's lay out what's going to happen tomorrow broadcast wise. Uh, pre-game 1130 for us here on the ref at Balfour. Teddy and I will be at Balfour. From 11.30 to 12.30, and then it will be, question mark, TJ? And then it will be? Sorry, I was answering the phone there. TJ, Um, we're doing a radio show. Hey, Doc B just called to wish you luck this weekend and to say go Sooners. So I was was answering uh, the phone for Doc. Um, uh, Second hour will be uh, Mike Steely and Tyler McComas, 12.30 to 1.30, yes. Okay, very good. So pregame for us. We'll be at Balfour tomorrow. Come by and see us on Campus Corner. Teddy and I, 11.30 to 12.30. Mike Steely, Tyler McComas, 12.30 to 1.30. Sooner Radio Network pregame starts at 2 tomorrow from the stadium. Chad's got play-by-play for that tomorrow. Teddy and Gabe will be on the sidelines during the pregame, just grabbing as many uh, alums, assistant coaches, all kinds of people to chat with during the one-hour pregame show. That's going to be fun to listen to. Then Teddy will come up to the booth to call the game with Chad. At some point, Chris Plank, TJ, we have arranged for him to receive a Gator ride from the softball stadium. They will race him to the football stadium. So you've got OU softball at 1 o'clock. That used to cost me a quarter in front of the Piggly Wiggly. They're going to run rule Iowa State. Plank's going to do a quick post game. Then he's going to race over and be on the sidelines for the spring game. Spring game will start 
at three, a little bit after three o'clock. Uh, there'll be a little bit of fanfare, pomp, and circumstance before the start of the game, and then they'll get going. Here's my understanding as to how it's going to work, TJ. They will play 12-minute quarters, normal stoppages of clocks, incomplete passes, out of bounds, all the normal things. So a pretty normal first half, although the quarters will be shorter. They'll be 12 minutes. Then we'll have halftime. At halftime, it will be kind of a normal halftime in length, but that is when they will honor Baker. And you will be able to, if you're in the stadium, watch on the Jumbotron as they reveal the statue. And uh, Baker will speak to the crowd and everything. Then the second half uh, will be quicker. Second half, each team, red and white, will have a normal possession. And then they're going to run the clock from that point on. It'll be a running clock for the rest of the third and the fourth quarter. So it'll speed up from there. Um, and it'll, it'll play like a game. I mean, they're not going to try to return punts, and it'll be all fair catches, and nobody's going to rush the kicker on field goals, things like that. But uh, And and uh, Dylan Gabriel will play at times for both teams. You'll see the backup quarterbacks. But Dylan at time will play for both teams. But other than that, they've been split red and white. Brent has put something on the game for the winner. I don't know that he's told his team yet, so we'll keep that to ourselves. But uh, he has decided uh, there will be something of significance on the line for the team that wins this game, and it's going to be a fun day. Fun day will be had by all. As of now, it looks like the weather is going to hold off the bad stuff until after the game tomorrow night. So keep your fingers crossed that remains the same. And uh, what else do I need to tell people, TJ? Is that it? TV. How about TV? That's what I'm going to be on. Uh, TV, Dusty and I will have the TV call for you tomorrow starting at 3, live on Soonersportstv.tv, streaming. It'll be replayed later on Valley Sports. All right. What else do I need to tell They could head over after the game to Yo Pablo, have him a taco, maybe a cerveza. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson will join him. Uh, Jordan Evans going to stop by for a segment. Uh, they'll have a complete wrap-up there at Yo Pablo from 5 to 7 p.m. Very good. Very good. I forgot to add in my rundown of the day yesterday, I had dinner with Jeremiah Hall last night, the bullfrog. That was fun. That was an unexpected Like just thing romantically? Like you guys went out for no, a date? I, or? No, I showed up at Rudy's a little bit early and got myself something to eat, <laughs> okay. and Jeremiah Hall walked in, and he sat down, and we had dinner again and chatted about life. So that was fun. Um, what should I ask Baker today, TJ? What do you want to know? Um, where he's going to uh, be traded or signed if he's released uh, next year? No, I think that's off limits. I don't think he'll allow. Uh, well, I don't know if it's off limits. I kind of feel like he needs a break from that, and probably doesn't <laughs> know. But maybe we'll see. We'll I'm see try- where it goes. I'm trying to think of anything that. You know, no offense to you, I know you've got to ask him questions today, but I've heard him on, you know, with the rush recently this yeah. week and and somewhere else this week. So I'm trying to think if there's anything that I. No, that's not Cleveland Brown tied, and like you said, you don't really want to ask those questions. So I don't have. I'll I'll think about that and see if I come up with something for you. Thank you, TJ. A lot of mine would be Browns related right now. It's just not appropriate for this weekend. 
Yeah, and I think the point of the weekend is celebrating his time at OU. You can ask him how Tara Humara's was last night. So that's where he went for dinner last night. I don't need to ask him that. I know it was tongue slap your brains out good. <laughs> I've been there forever, man. Um, by the way, uh, have you finished Invisible Pilot? Yes, I have. Why did you say it like that? Have you? Yes. Okay. I will say I was disappointed with the last episode. I thought overall it's worth watching out there. I recommend it. It's an incredible story. But I felt like it was rising, 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 and then it just flatlined in the last episode. What were you hoping for? I think that he was a wealthy billionaire I think living that he in a had, castle somewhere? Yeah, I think that he had billions of dollars stashed away still, that he was still in connection with uh, drug uh, lords and still doing things and still getting away with it. Instead of kind of, I'm disgruntled at the government and they treated me badly. Which, that's not ruining anything for anyone because there's a lot of detail that goes into that. But it flatlined for me a little bit. It's really the story of his life. Yeah. Yeah, he felt like the man was out to get him mm-hmm. from an early from the, age, from and he still feels on. that way. Yes, yeah, still feels that way, and he's just a. All I know is smoking marijuana every day. The life you uh, led really messed up your son. Now, I don't think he's in a good place. So, <laughs> not, not your son, son, but not your son, daughter, daughter, wife, the whole family. Yeah, other wife, that wife, other daughter. Boy, you talk about brainwashing a family and just. There's still a little bit out there, I think, but oh man, but it, fascinating story, fascinating life, just incredible I'll individual. You, I hear what you're saying. I continued though to f- have the feeling of uh, uh, Force Gump in the even in the last episode. I'm like, this guy showed up in the Iran Contra affair for all Pete's sake. <laughs> right. He's up there with Oliver North. Oliver North. He was He's in the middle. He was of one everything. of the main guys. Yeah, and when they walked him in, I'm like. You know, it's 30 years ago almost. I'm like, holy cow, there he is. He was involved in this because I remember all that in the news coverage and uh, when it was all happening. And then I'm like, there he is. There's the guy. Yeah, the disappointing thing for me in the final episode was the escape from jail. <laughs> yeah. When yes. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This guy also pulled off a helicopter escape <laughs> from prison. And then it turns out they like ran up to the helicopter. He's like, oh, crap. Uh, the, the, uh, the uh, mafia king of uh, c- cocaine king of Miami says, "Nah, I feel like this isn't uh, this isn't on the up and up. I'm not going on the helicopter ride with you." <laughs> he was right. Yeah. He yeah, was right. Smart. Well, it, I I think probably drugs had done a lot of brain damage at that point because the idea that somebody's going to land a helicopter inside a federal penitentiary. People are going to hop on and fly away is maybe the stupidest escape plan I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was their plan. Like, you know, like there's still guards, right? They're just going to shoot you down. Like, yeah, it was right. it was not a very well thought of plan, especially when it wasn't even that ladies like, ah, pick me up between seven and seven thirty. The I can I can hear them relaying the plan to the drug king. In prison, going, here's what we're doing. You want in? And he's going, no, I don't want in. Like, that's 
There's no way I've, this I've, isn't a setup. I've avoided being shot setup. my whole life. I'm not just going to put myself out there to be shot. So here's my plan. How many cows am I picking up now, by the way? Is it three cows or two cows? And nobody's going to decipher that code language at all. Yeah, Why don't you just fly the helicopter in, land it right next to our... There's no, like, digging a tunnel in the back of your toilet and your cell and then going underground through the sewage thing. You know, there's yeah. no Shawshank Redemption going on here. They're simply trying to land a helicopter in the prison yard and hopping on and flying away. Yeah, that'll work. What's crazy is that's only a portion of this guy's story, and it's all true and wild, and we know it's true because it's historically true. Like, there's so many... Uh, people yeah, tied verified. to him that are verified, and that yeah, it's a, it's an incredible life that this guy has has lived. So, um, somebody just texted in like, what what show are we talking about? Invisible Pilot on HBO. They're showing it on HBO. You can catch it there, and then it's on the HBO Max app as well. So, uh, yeah, we might have three just episodes. Not nah, three episodes for not a long long watch. So you're not you know tied up to it for a long time, and all three episodes are out now. So. It's Can a, I tell you the best way watch. that could have ended? And I thought maybe they were going to do that. I, don't, I was the best way that could have ended last night. They almost got there. They could have used a stunt man for this. Is he pulls back onto that bridge for the closing scene? Yes, and jumps off. <laughs> and uh, fade to black. Uh, Midair, fade to yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. You would have had to use a stunt person at his age. I don't think he could pull it off now, but. He would have tried. Uh, he would have tried, yeah. That would have been an unbelievable way for that to end. You don't even have to say whether it's true or not. Just the oh-my-God moment, you know? I'm not but, convinced he's just sitting back living a quiet life at this point either. You think he's up to something? He, There's no doubt I think he's up to something. I just, this is what do we do every night? I sit in this chair, and, uh, and she sits in that. Was it like his mother-in-law or something? His mother-in-law. She sits in that chair and smokes cigarettes. I gave mama all her pills. Smoke smoked uh-huh. weed. Yeah. Smoke How weed. old's the mother-in-law? Because he's like 80. He, the mother-in-law's got to be like close to 100. So. We do all night. She sits there and smokes cigarettes, and I sit here and smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. <laughs> Break time. Skip Johnson live from Lawrence, Kansas next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Sooner baseball back in Big 12 play this weekend. Tonight, game one against Kansas, 6 o'clock. Jake Bennett on the hill tonight. And we are joined now by the head coach of the Sooners, Skip Johnson. Good morning, coach. Good morning. How are you, Toby? I'm good. How's Lawrence? Uh, It's windy. Overcast and seventy. That sounds about right. That sounds. You guys got some. Uh, you got some weather maybe tomorrow. Is it still looking like you're gonna have some weather to deal with tomorrow? Yeah, it's possible. You know, we might have to play a doubleheader on the uh, Sunday, but it's possible we we could have some weather. Um, let's talk about Wichita State, and then we'll uh, talk about the birds. Uh, nice comeback for you on Tuesday night. You were down five to two go into the bottom of the sixth inning and put together that uh, big inning. That's kind of something this team has become known for this year, Coach, is some late-inning yeah. offensive comebacks. I guess you could say with their cardiac kids or something. 
you know, <laughs> come back from a win and get about to seventh and eighth inning and get, get another heart attack when you have a lead. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What, what is it about your team offensively, do you think, that has that has made this possible so many times this year? Uh, I think it's a, a number of things. Like, you know, the build, some guys that are older in the lineup, some guys that are really athletic, and some guys that can really get. Um, you know, I think that's the separator for us. It's like you'll see Blake Robinson go through an at-bat and, and uh, uh, I mean, he just grinds a bat after a bat after a bat out. And then you can see, you know, uh, uh, Peyton Graham. I mean, he's super talented. Um, he you know, hit balls a long ways. Um, and then you see Tanner uh, uh, um, Treadaway just, just grinding a bat, a bat, a bat, a bat out. And then all of a sudden you see uh, uh, somebody run a ball out like a uh, – Spockerman did the other day, ran a 3-9 down the line on a chopper, wow. beat it out. So, it's, I mean, it's just one of those deals that kind of compounds itself, and and you get in a situation where the game is on the line or the game is – and some of those at-bats have showed up all year long. And once it gets rolling, once it gets rolling, it's fun to watch. There's no doubt about that. You, you stole five more bases the other day. You know, you said at the beginning of the year, that you guys were going to be more aggressive and run more this year. Has this been even more, though, than you anticipated? I mean, you're at 85 stolen bases now. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I, I don't I don't ever put an expect, expectation out. I think it's what, it was, it's what it is when you start getting a situation where you're uh, uh, just been aggressive, 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 aggressive. And, you know, Coach Willis does a great job, and Coach Van Hook does a great job of, running that offense and making sure they understand what that offense does at times. You know, and then there's days like you you play and you, you can't do it. And uh, uh, you've got to be able to win games in several different ways. That's that's my uh, take on a, on, a, on, a gr- on a great team is where you can win in several different ways. You can win by hitting home runs. You can win by playing offense, uh, uh, base running. You can win by uh, just – I mean, by pitching. I mean, there's there's teams that you can do that with. I mean, if you if you're really good, you're going to try to win in every every situation. I guess the opposite side of that would be the home runs. Are you surprised you haven't hit more with more power this year? There's some guys who hit uh, ten home runs for you last year that only have one or two so far this year. I'm I'm a little surprised about that. Uh, I think that I think that's. Some guys been a little undue pressure on themselves, uh, trying too hard. I think that's some uh, things where uh, we played in different in arena different arenas. But I mean, it, I mean, there's some days of wind been blowing out 50 miles an hour. You know, and we've had some good offensive days. You know, I look at I look at uh, the Texas Tech game at Amarillo a little bit, and look, I mean, look at the separator in that game. I mean, we we didn't st- we might have stole two or three, maybe four bases, but we had five or six home runs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. kind of unusual day. Tell me about uh, your thoughts on Kansas, Coach. Well, they're really offensive. They're they're shortstop and second base. They might be one, might be the best two young players in our league. Uh, 
they're going to go out and give you – I mean, last week the Friday night started with nine innings to 111 pitches against Baylor. Um, they're going to be really good, and they're going to be really good at home. It's just who they are. Um, you know, Richie's been here – Richie's done it a long time. Richie Price, the head coach, has done it a long time. Uh, he'll have those guys ready to play, and uh, uh, we got to go out and take care of our our responsibilities. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, um, how we go from non-conference to conference games this week. <laughs> Jake Bennett did not have a great start last time out against Lamar last week. It's really the first one of those he's had this year. What did you talk about with him leading up to tonight's start? Getting back. Getting back to the fundamentals, just going to the target. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I, I really think his last three starts have been subpar of what he could do. Uh, but we don't have – I mean, I try not to have an expectation for him. I just want him to go out and give effort and, and throw the ball at the target and not worry about what he can't control. You know what I mean? You only have to worry about things you can control. And a lot of times we, we look at them as uh, – uh, uh, Doing something more than they're capable of doing. We just go out and, and get after it. I mean, you got to be able to pass the ball, and we've got to be able to pick him up. We've got to be able to score some runs for him and, and uh, give him a lead and let him do what he does. You moved uh, Cade Horton into the starting role last week, and you've got him listed as your Sunday starter this week. Has everything <laughs> gone well? Has the arm bounced back like you would hope so that you still feel like he's on track to, to do that for you on Sunday? Yeah, he threw a bullpen yesterday when we got here. We, we when we come into town, we practice at their field. Um, he threw a bullpen last night when we got here, preparing for Sunday, and it seemed like it bounced back. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, Coach Willis and Van Hook, we had a meeting yesterday, and they were like, "Hey, uh, um, can he play third base tomorrow?" I said, "Yeah, he can play third base." Uh, I mean, it's you got to know that he's going to start. We got to try to win one game at a time, and uh, uh, we'll worry about Sunday when we get to Sunday. But we got to take care of Friday to Friday, you know. So uh, just do what we have to do. I asked you this before the pregame the other day, but uh, for the purpose of this format, and and it's one or two games deeper. I think you've got 18 games to go in the regular season now. Where do you feel like you are in the pursuit of the NCAA tournament? Uh, I think we're good in good shape. I mean, our strength of our schedule, the number two, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like for our record to be a little bit better because that's what they'll hold over your head is when your record uh, in our conference is a lo- the losing record is four and five, I think, right now. Um, we, I'd like to be 500 or above 500 and just finish strong at the end of the year. But, I mean, I think our schedule speaks for itself. It's the number two RPS, RPI schedule in the country, I think. And, uh, uh I mean, there ain't a lot of teams go through what we did in our conference. I mean, uh, we played some good teams. I mean, there are not a lot of people do what we've done. And I've uh, been really proud of our team for that. It's gone by way too fast. It feels like it's already uh, uh, fixing to be Dove season next year. And, and uh, 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 I'm not ready for that. I'm ready, I'm ready to keep playing baseball for a while because we're just not getting better. If there's one thing that you feel like you need to do over these final 18 games to make it, 18 games plus Big 12 tournament, to make it in, what's that one area where you need to see the most improvement? Uh, defense. 
our defense hadn't played good at all. I mean, there's times where we pitch it good at the back end of the game. I think we'll pitch better at the back end of the game to the Chaz back there, but uh, our defense has not been very good at all. And that that leads to pit, that leads to poor pitching at the end of the game. I mean, we've lost games at the end of the game because our defense has been really poor. We we drop pop ups, we uh, uh, throw the wrong bases, we do a lot of those little simple things that you shouldn't do. All right, very good. We'll hope for that. Six o'clock tonight, it'll be OU Kansas game one. Skip, thanks. Good luck this weekend. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great See day. See you, sir. Thank you. You too. Taylor Maple's on the call with you all weekend. He is up in Lawrence with the Sooners. He'll have a 5.30 pregame show for you coming up tonight. We'll be back. This OU Coaches interview is brought to you by Landers Auto Group of Norman, proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. You'll feel good about Landers. I can't believe you missed the Animal Kingdom question. Again, why would I know when Animal Kingdom opened? I'm shook by that. Been once in my life. Stunning development today. Hey, by the way, you guys probably talked about this yesterday. Did you uh, see the Mike Tyson thing? Yes, but I did not see it until we got off the air, so we did not talk about it yesterday because I don't think it dropped until like 9-something yesterday, or at least I didn't see it till then. Um, I mean, there's stupidity. Yes. And then there's... That guy? Extraordinary stupidity, and that would fall into the latter category there. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if this guy was hammered drunk or not. Of course he was. Okay, I thought he was, but well, he had I, couldn't, to be. I couldn't tell if he was just that yeah, or dumb high an individual. On yes, I couldn't tell. <laughs> you cannot be in your right mind to openly pick on the former heavyweight champion of the world, regardless of age, right? Right. The baddest man on the planet, I'm going to go annoyingly irritate him. You have to be inebriated or just plain an IQ of five. That's. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Just The problem here is Mike's going to get in trouble. I assume. It didn't look like he messed up the kid too bad. I would think that he would get in trouble, but he was certainly enjoying himself uh, last night in Florida at a club with Ric Flair and who else was he with? Someone else uh, smoking giant joints in in the club last night. So he didn't seem too worried about it. Talking about Mike Tyson or the the kid? Mike Tyson, yeah. (laughs) Uh... Well, we'll see. He might get in trouble for that. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are in Florida. All right, Teej, uh, you were supposed to be thinking about a question for me today. Did you ever come up with one? No, but I just remembered this. Uh, we've got four tickets to give away for the spring game tomorrow. We have one segment to do here. So you want to just have, uh, if you can go tomorrow, um, what's something we can tie to something you talked about in the first hour? And if they can answer that on the text line, I've got a Two pairs of tickets for the first two correct answers. All right. Um, what's All right. something uh, they can answer that you learned or something? Stand by. Okay. Uh, let me look over my notes here. Copious notes, TJ. Uh... What coach... 
uh, called me out in front of the team yesterday and asked me for a weather report. How about that? That'll work. Uh, first two to text me that, get a pair of tickets for tomorrow, uh, courtesy of OU Athletics, so you'll be heading to the spring. You game. remember the answer, right? Because sometimes you don't listen when right. I talk. When you said it, I had to pause and had a senior moment, then I remembered. <laughs> so, yes, I do know the answer. So, uh, 405-659-3431. Is that right? <laughs> that may have been a senior moment. Is that the phone number to the text line? Uh, 405-651-3439. 3439, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and we'll send you to the spring game courtesy of OU Athletics. So, I'll tell you who, a guy. Just I didn't really talk about practice much, but I'll tell you a guy who impressed me at practice. That's the first time I'd see Dylan Gabriel throw, and I wasn't going to say him, but um, he is shorter than I expected. He's six foot, but Evers is is significantly taller than him, but uh, throws a you know it's just different coming out of his hand, but. Um, Incredibly accurate. That's the word on him that everybody says. Like one guy told me yesterday that he will be the most accurate OU quarterback since Sam Bradford. And I said, well, hang on a second. You know, let's think about this for a second. Okay. There's some, there's some guys that are about to get statues over there who have played since Sam Bradford. And he stood by it. Like this is somebody around the football program said, no, I mean, when you, this guy can put it on a dime. Uh, but that's not who I was going to say. Theo Weiss is who I was going to say. Theo Weiss, uh, I I had forgotten how big he is. Like he's six two, six three. He's a he's an old man, you know. Like he's been around for a while. And well, I was watching him yesterday. Just go through drills. They're just going through drills. And I was like, oh, geez, I kind of forgot about Theo Weiss. Like I'm excited to see Jaden Gibson and Marvin Mims is coming back and all this stuff. We haven't seen a healthy Theo Weiss in a long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. And he is physically very impressive and imposing. Like a big physical wide receiver. Uh Jaden Gibson is still young and you can tell he's he's got to put some muscle on and he's six foot five, but Theo Weiss is the most imposing physically wide receiver that they have. And I was I just kind of was shocked into a reminder yesterday that he's got a chance. If he can stay healthy, obviously, you know, he might have a chance to remind us why he was a five star wide receiver coming out of high school and everything this year. But it was a little hard when they weren't really playing. They were just kind of going through some drills and um you know, working on the who's on the red team and who's on the white team and all that kind of stuff. Uh did we get any winners yet, TJ? Uh, I have two. I'm waiting for a name on the second one. Uh, Cody. Okay, I got the name on the second one. Cody and Luke have won our uh, pair of tickets. They knew the answer was Kel Gundy asking you about the weather conditions yep. for tomorrow. Yeah. It so congrats me to Cody and Luke. We'll transfer those over to you. Here's the rest of the Big 12 weekend in baseball. OSU hosting TCU this weekend. That'll be a good series. TCU has caught fire. It is at O'Brate Stadium this weekend. A couple of the teams at the top of the standing squaring off there. Texas hosting Baylor. If Baylor is going to make a run at the tournament, they have to start now. They have started to fade to the back of the pack and are on the outside looking in for sure, and maybe by quite a bit right now. So Baylor needs a weekend in Austin. And they might be catching Texas at the at a good time. Texas is scuffling a bit they ended up splitting with air force but gave up about 20 runs to air force 
in that two-game midweek. And then another interesting series in Lubbock this weekend, West Virginia at Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is going to be grumpy. They've lost five in a row. And West Virginia still hanging around at the top of the conference. This might be the weekend when they get brought back to earth a little bit. We shall see how that unfolds. But you add in, you know, not that OU Kansas is a marquee matchup, but it is obviously very important that Oklahoma win this series at the very least. So you got the importance of that for the Sooners, coupled with some really enticing matchups around the rest of the league, and it'll be an interesting Big 12 baseball weekend. Reminder also that softball's got a doubleheader now today, and both games will be uh, simulcast on .TV and on the radio with Chris Plank. They'll play at 4 o'clock today. They'll play again at 6.30 today. Patty Gasso said last night she does not like doubleheaders, TJ, because she's getting old and doesn't like to stand up that long. I, hey, I, I feel her pain, so I'm with hey, her. Hey, here's something else she said. Uh, she said that the run rules she thinks have really hurt her team this year. She goes, I know everybody gets excited about that stat, but according to her, they have lost 60 innings, 6 60 innings of softball this year because of all the run rules. I, I can get where she's coming from as a coach. I also get the side of, well, you've played a lot less than everybody else by the time you get to the end, so you're you're fresher. So I, I, but I can see what she's saying. Like that's a lot of experience being taken away from your team, a lot of innings, yeah. and a lot of things you can work through, or things that can go wrong that you can maybe give them solutions to. So or, or just or the just middle keep grind. everybody happy, or, or just yeah, the middle grind and keeping everyone happy and keeping uh, everyone engaged. Like your mind sets in differently when you're up eight or nine runs than when you're in a battle sure. like the game they lost. I mean, your mind thinks differently. Your your process of the game, you process the game differently. So I, I get what she's saying. So, I mean, the, the, good, the good side of that is, like I said, maybe you're a little fresher coming into it than everybody else because you've played so many good less point. innings. But other than that, I get what she's saying. Yeah, good point. Um, all right, break time. Chris Plank joins us. Speaking of Plank's show, he'll join us when we come back to wrap up the week. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We are joined now by Chris Plank. Good morning, Plankster. I just had the... uh... I forgot to post the podcast moment where I'm panicking in here for a, a millisecond. I was listening to uh, you you tell the story about Kale calling you out for weather report. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, we talked about that on the Sooner Sports podcast yesterday. And it was like, oh, Sooner Sports podcast. We got a race in here now and get it posted. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. My bad. It was one of those things that got caught in, in the middle of softball prep and no problem. thinking about the uh, the spring game on Saturday. I'm pumped. You talking to Baker today? Yeah. Nice. That's right. Someone, What'd you come up with, TJ? Well, someone came, uh, texted in with a question that uh, on the Air Comfort Solutions text line that said, ask if he had any input on the statue, which I think he's well, that's got, a good question. gotten into some, but he probably needs to answer it. He could probably answer it a little bit more detail with you than he could in other spots. But the best text we got, Toby, uh, I need to tell you about before we get out of here. 
Someone just texted in saying, I just got back in the truck and Toby was saying something about he's sitting around at night and she's smoking cigarettes and he's smoking <laughs> weed. I've got to find out what's going on on the podcast later. <laughs> that yeah. was not Toby and no, his wife sitting around no. smoking cigarettes and but, weed. <laughs> but I did, funny, like a radio listener story. I, that's when I, not around that time, but I jumped in whenever you just started talking about this show. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, what show are they talking about? And I was about to text when, thankfully, someone on the Air Comfort Solutions text line bailed me out. But Invisible Pilot, huh? Giving it a thumbs up? Invisible Pilot. It is a fascinating three-part documentary. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to have to get HBO Max. Do you guys both have HBO Max, or is it part of your package? It comes with a. I get it for free with HBO, so yeah, I've got it. And it's because yeah. you're. Are you still a DirecTV guy? Or did I'm you still a uh, cable guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm still DirecTV, <laughs> but that's something. I, now I, everyone's telling us we're smart. Like there's so God, many streaming packages. Know, right? I'm paying more than cable. It was great to stay with cable. I should have <laughs> just stayed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, we I, I've got to be smart HBO enough Max. to see it the whole time, TJ. We that's had the broad right. vision. Right. vision. We all stayed. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm intrigued. Hey, uh, you gotta you gotta take it light over the next three hours today. You got a double header to call tonight, so don't be wearing hey, yourself out here. Let today. me tell you something. You'll appreciate this. Not only do I have a double header, Toby Rowland, but on many of these fine here radio stations, I will be going straight live to filling in for Jason Smith tonight. What? Yeah. So. After the game? Yeah. <laughs> that's just the thing. Like, uh, t- you're trying to take it easy on the mic. If he's not yeah. on the mic, then There's that's when problem. he's not taking it easy because he's all panicked because he's not on a mic I somewhere. Felt, I mowed yesterday, and I love mowing. I, I just love it. I, there's never anything that I want to do more than mow. And I'm not being facetious. I got a zero yeah. turn. Have you had a chance to take it out for a test run yet? I have. I oh, have. it's amazing, it's the right? the most fun I've had. Is Greatest like, thing ever. Yeah. Now, I'm going to run into some stuff, and I might have uh, taken that new fence that we just put up for a little bit of a ride a few times. But I love it. The whole time I'm I'm mowing, I'm like, gosh, shouldn't I be doing a show here? Isn't there something I need to be doing? So, yeah, it was panic started to set in, so I had to work a little bit later tonight. When you have a day, mm-hmm. and I don't know how often this happens, but let's say there's a Sunday that rolls along. Like this so, Sunday. This Sunday is a, a great example. Okay. That's right. No game. Do you have a show? Uh, yeah, well, that, that night show, but that's late in the night, so that's fine. <laughs> Okay. On occasion, if there is a day that comes along and you don't have anything, Mm -hmm. is that glorious or are you uncomfortable? I'm uncomfortable. Just, um, well, I mean, just to be honest with you, I got a son that's going to college. I've got a daughter that suddenly has become enamored with horses. I have a horse. Apparently, we just bought a cow. So there's a lot of things. Well, to be clear, it's already been it's like you can buy a cow now and freeze all the meat it's not like i have a cow oh I'm sorry. okay I'm sorry. 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 sorry 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 it's not like suddenly bessie's in the front yard <laughs> crazy oh, well, you're like... not gonna have to be using that mower <laughs> did you buy a whole cow or half yeah a cow, yeah like yeah apparently a whole cow a so whole i got cow yeah do you have a freezer uh that's we just purchased one freezer oh, shopping is glorious by the way i didn't realize you need to keep, you need to keep doing shows <laughs> yeah. Yeah. see what i'm saying Suddenly, you, you would think that expensive taste hero comes whenever you move like to the city. For my family, that expensive taste, or at least ne- feeling we need everything, has come as soon as we made the move. You out are growing to the into a ranching life. I, I am. What's your boy's name on Yellowstone? John Dutton. I'm I'm Dutton Junior. We're we're mm-hmm. building a 
We're building a ranch, TJ, baby. TJ, you need to take Chris shopping with you for I clothes. do. I need to start dressing like TJ. Uh, <laughs> if I'm uh, being totally honest here, the shirt that he's wearing right now is my uh, nighttime sleep shirt. So oh, these are great shirts, every though. Every time he walks in, it yeah. reminds me of my uh, sleep attire. I, so. I probably wear this shirt. I love that shirt. Yeah. It's a tremendous shirt. Came out of your mouth. Two times a week. <laughs> oh, it's a great. Hey, sometimes just roll right out of bed. Go for the day with it, T-Ro. Live that 21-year-old lifestyle. Did but, you get your dog? Somebody's texting me, did you pick up your dog yet? Oh yeah, we got our dog. We got you old went, Butters you went Biscuit back Plank. Over to Arkansas and got Butters your dog. Biscuit Plank. Um, yeah, apparently my wife is real big on my dogs all having two names. Which so let's recap. How Go many ahead. dogs do you currently have? We currently have three dogs. And how many equine? Uh, we currently have one horse. One horse and right one, now. One dead cow. One dead cow. Right. If, do, if you, do you have the meat yet, or is it being? Shipped I, I later think date? it's being shipped next week because that's whenever we're getting the. Uh, the freezer, ready. To Man, run. a whole cow whole is cow. a lot of beef. A lot dude. Of, that's a lot of beef. I, listen, I, I was told about this and had the same reaction that you did. It's like we got a cow. what? Yeah, we need to. We just it's going to be cheaper in the long run. So is for this us. big slabs or is it going to be pre-cut for you? You're asking questions that I just don't have answers <laughs> I think they to right usually now. Like, put, like here's a bunch of ground beef. Here's some steaks. Right. Here's some yeah, okay, I think that's okay, how. It goes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was just picturing plank off in his garage and a TJ butcher. Doesn't butcher with a lives in, hey, TJ lives in hey, a city. He's not I a country the guy. Like I'm the son are. of a butcher, man. I've seen it always. What are you okay. talking about? That's hilarious. TJ wants to know how it was cut. He's offended you didn't bring it to him. I'm sorry, family. TJ. I, I, I'm literally, as I'm telling you this story, I'm realizing I know nothing about what's going How's on in my life. How's the grill situation? Good, good. You know, I bought this nice table to put next to my grill, and I was so excited to use it, and I haven't, haven't grilled since I bought the table. So we'll you have some to eat at? Like a table to eat at? Yeah, like a prep table. Oh, okay. It's kind of right. cool because we have, I don't know how, well, I know you're, you're set up out there. You always have things that you need to have near you or that you sure, want. Yeah, I like that idea of um, having a prep table. table. Yeah, sure, yeah, pretty nice. Okay. Now so, you have to take a picture of your setup for me. I'm going to have to take a picture of my setup and my picture of my dead cow that apparently is coming. Well, I might, need to, I might need to buy some beef off of it at some point, too. <laughs> you're going to enjoy this for – my. here's my prediction. Uh-huh. You're going to enjoy having all this beef for about two months, and then you're going to be like, I can't eat any I can't eat beef, beef anymore. Would, would anybody like to take some <laughs> beef off my hands? We're going to be offering it to friends. Does anyone <laughs> want a frozen brisket? <laughs> How about chili tonight, hon? We haven't made beef that way yet. All right, Chris. Uh, have a great show. Then have two great games. Then have another great show. That's right. Let's go. It's and a then big have night. another great game tomorrow. And then jump on that gator and head over and do great on the sidelines. Podcast dropping, too. You don't want to miss all of Toby's right. great stories. Plank Show coming up next. Thanks to Skip Johnson and Tyler Kofer for joining us today. You find folks as well. I'll be on with you tomorrow at 3 for uh, the uh, spring game. We'll be uh, have a great weekend, everybody.